Hey, welcome back to Stream of Conscious, everybody. I am Joey. Travel boats out. This is Joel. Stop and go, Crocs. Hey, Joel, what are we talking about today? Cars. Cars. It's cars. <laughs> it's just like so mundane about it. Hey, Joel, what's going on today? Cars. I just spent four hours working on my car. <laughs> and it turns you into Eeyore. Yeah, pretty much. Rain today. So, about a month ago. It was a month ago? Yeah, about a month ago. I got this weird noise in my car. I'm like, son of a bitch. One time I got to look at it. My sway bar linkage was bad. Your what? Sway link bar. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what that is. It keeps, if you're doing like really crazy turns, it keeps the car from swaying and flipping over. Okay. Well, that was broke. So they fixed it. And I was convinced I needed brakes for inspection. Like, no, no, your brakes are fine. I'm like, okay, sweet. So I went in like a couple weeks ago. I got my muffler fixed. The flange that connects the muffler to the straight pipe was no more. Ooh. Oh, that's not... Well, I mean, at least it's farther back. If you... the, the Whenever they replace anything with the exhaust, they have to start the muffler and work till they hit the damage. So if it's like all the way up by the catalytic converter, they got to take a whole damn yep. thing off. Well, it was just a flange, so he took and just welded a piece to it. So I'm like, sweet, I can get my inspection. I got away this year with only tires. Nope. Guy goes and goes in. I'm like, so what's wrong? He goes, well, not wrong. I said, what's the damage? He goes, well, you need two rear brakes, you need two rotors, you have a fog light out, and you got four indicator lights out. I'm like, how much? He's like, 665. I'm like, that's not horrible. I'll see what I can do. So that was Friday. So Saturday, I had a friend come to town, had breakfast with them, went to a all-day cookout, had an amazing time. Sunday, went out to, the, out to Latrobe to fly my new, my new drone. That was amazing. Came back today. Now, mind you, Friday I got lit up because uh, Eugene and I did the our other podcast on um, in his garage, and mosquitoes love us. So I'm like bit up by mosquitoes from Friday. So Sunday night I'm on fire. I'm like, okay, I'll take some Benadryl before I go to bed. No problem. I woke up this morning. I thought I wasn't gonna get out of bed. I felt worse than. All the drinking I did the night before, then I didn't. I'm like, what? What's wrong? I'm like, oh, it must be the Benadryl. Do we have this conversation about my uncle recommends you do? Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Which something? Which which? Which hazel? Which hazel? Yes, which hazel? Well, so I have got you heard this, of this. Have you tried this before? I haven't used it for these things. I've used it for other stuff. But okay. I have this stuff. It's funny. It's made for kids. It comes in a clear bottle. It's got green. It's green. A green label, but it's like an anti-itch cream thing. The best stuff I've ever used. I've been using for the past like six years. What's it called? Is it just called anti-itch crap? Yeah, for kids or something. Okay. <laughs> but um, I put I threw that stuff on and like I've been doing mixture Benadryl and that, and it's been I've been not scratching so much. But I think two before I went to bed was a bad idea. So I went to uh, do laundry this morning. I'm like son of a bitch. I gotta buy tire. I gotta buy car shit. So going down the same, I went down to Advance Auto, ordered the parts. Didn't have the rotors, had to order them from Butler. It's like, oh, they should be here by one o'clock. I'm like, really? Well, more like three. 
Mike, sweet. I'm going with my parents at four. Went, got the got the rotors, and I was smart. I bought some brake fluid. Because not only did I need to replace the brakes, I had to replace the line on the front driver's side. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I lost so some brake, I, I lost some brake fluid. I was told that with brake fluid, once you open that container, you can't use it again. Like, you can pour it in, like, now, but you can't save brake fluid and use it later. Which doesn't make any damn sense to me, because when you open it up, you pour it into your car... And um, it stays good inside your car, but it won't stay I good. I think that's full of shit. Because my dad has brake fluid con- um, containers probably from like years ago that's probably still good. Your dad and my uncle John should have an argument about it. Winner take all. But and I'm rooting for but, your dad because I disagree with it. I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true either. Yeah, my uncle John has always sworn by that. Like when once you use it, you can't keep it. It's not something to last. No, are you talking about the old fluid or the new? Fl- if I don't use all the fluid in the in the new container, is that what he's That's talking a, about? Yes. Like when you open up a container, you pour in whatever much you need to fill up your brake fluid, and then you take the rest of the container and you have to get rid of it. I'm gonna go to call, I'm gonna call a car for a couple of car guys I know and see what they say. Good, and I think it's bullshit. I'm but I'm I'm 100% believing his bullshit. A lot of times, all these crazy things that he tells me, he listen, he's an incredibly intelligent person. He's functionally, he doesn't always have the best of luck with his. With, we, you know, I'm going to say this: you don't. No one can be right 100 percent of the time. You got to be wrong about some stuff. I think this is one of the wrong things. I, I believe so too. I think so too. I just after this to... podcast, I'm sending out three text messages, and I'm going to get some answers because I know a couple car guys that work on cars. And I want to see what three uh, three car guys what they're gonna say. We need you. We need three car guys and at least one chemist. Do we know any chemists? And by we, do I mean I mean do you know any chemists, Joel? I don't think any chemists that will know anything. Well, technically, the one car guy has some chemistry background. That's the one. That's the one of trust. Whatever he says, I go with. So here's what we got. We got my one friend. He's a redneck. He can do pretty much anything with anything. I got my one friend who built a race car, and he's also an engineer, pretty much. Basically, he's 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 basically the MacGyver for the company he works for. They're like, we need to think that it's this, and he'll just go and make it. And I got my friend who just buys, who who for three years has bought sport car, sport sports cars, fixed cars. Dad owns a Corvette, just did all the car shit. So I've got a I've got a people with tons of hours of of car repair. So now I believe that it is possible to use brake fluid after it's opened but my question is how long is it safe or are you supposed to like is it okay to like not can you because there's a lot of shit you can't listen you can drive with like all the lights on in your dashboard until your car dies out sure you can do it but that doesn't mean it's okay to do and listen redneck mechanic is not the same thing as uh is, is a well-educated mechanic and i'm certain that what my uncle was saying is not that you can't do it i think he's saying you shouldn't do it and that's what i want to prove wrong because i do not believe it well i'm not gonna lie i trust red mechanic a lot more than most mechanics because they i actually... trust the redneck mechanic to get me working i don't i'm saying like we're not talking about will it work we're talking about should you do it which is two different things because I don't just want to say, is it, is it plausible to make that happen? I want to know, is it something that is, is it like not recommended 
is r- where I'm going with this one. Because there's definitely things in life that you can do, but should you do it? Like, you I'm, shouldn't I'm, do it, but it'll I'm work. I'm voting yes. I, I don't think so. I can't. It, I cannot wrap my head around any reason why you can open it up and pour it in your car and it's good. But now, then you if you leave it, the lid and all of a sudden it's not. That yeah, doesn't make sense. To if me. you leave the lid off, then yes. If you make something else with it, then yes, you can't use it. I just saw. I was watching videos this afternoon to make sure seven things you shouldn't do. It breaks, and apparently, you shouldn't mix brake fluid oil because it makes things go bad. I'm like, well, that makes sense. You don't mix brake fluid other stuff. That's why we need somebody with a chemistry background so they can say like, oh, yeah, I know the degradation of the of the elements will – I don't really know what I'm trying to say there, but you get the point. Yeah. So, cars put back together, and I'm tired. <laughs> but at least you got it done. So how yes. much is it going to cost you now? Well, it's 272 in parts compared to 660 some dollars. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, so I saved like – Almost $400. I need to do some work on my car, too. Like, nothing crazy. It just needs, like, some little stuff done. I was going to change the oil. What the hell are you doing over there, Joel? It sounds like you're rearranging your room while we're having this podcast. No, there's stuff on my desk, and the mic's picking everything up. Oh, okay. I, I, was, I also had to replace it. No, I literally moved my, my, my elbow, which bumped a tool, which bumped the microphone. Alright, no, I'm cool with that. I'm literally sitting here with my hand on my desk, holding my head up, because I'm just like, I think I might be just pass out soon. Okay. But yeah, I had to replace, replace my fog light on my one side, and apparently, I took the bolt out, and the bolt broke the plastic. And it didn't want to go back. So we had a little conversation with Mr. Zip Time, Mr. Fog Light, and now Mr. Fog Light ain't coming out. Wait, What? The fog light. The fog light trying to... to uh, you broke the plastic bolt trying to replace no, the fog No, it was a metal bolt, but the plastic around the bolt broke. Okay. So I zip-tied the fucker, and now it is not coming out. <laughs> duct tape, Joel. No, duct tape's not working. Zip ties are basically... Uh, they're, they're, they're like... They're the duct tape of the plastic world. Here's a problem. My front and rear bumper are all plastic. And apparently they give. So, like, you can't just use duct tape or something, because that's going to rip. You need something that has some flexibility. Okay. I have a feeling in the next three years, my front bumper is going to be more zip-tie than bumper. <laughs> I need to just break down and buy some cosm- some cosmetic parts for my car. I'm starting to question my ability to... Uh, what's the word you would use? What, what, do, what do you call it whenever you, like engineer things but like in sort of like a joe kind of way <laughs> what what's the term for that I'm, I'm starting to question my uh, my ability to 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 home engineer you mean the MacGyver? Such. yeah i can I'm, I'm i i used to feel like i was really damn good at it but lately i've been having like some some downfall even like basic stuff like um so okay so like i um friend of the family kind of thing uh without getting into all the detail we have a friend of family that the mom grandmother or mom or whatever um depends on who you're talking about there but like from my age she's grandma age right so she has grandkids my age i guess so not important that's i'm getting too far into that one okay so anyway so she moves from pittsburgh to uh to virginia 
Now, just so happens that my aunt is her real estate agent. So she moves away and there's a couple things that she left inside the house. So my uncle and I, Uncle John and I decide we're gonna go over and we're gonna clean out some of this stuff and we're gonna take some of these things up to our family friends, right? So we go over and we start to go through things and he has a little list of all the stuff that he particularly wants. Now, I used to move furniture and I'm very particular and very organized and I don't like to screw around. Like I'm not I'm not here to F around. I just want to go in, I want to get stuff done and I want to go home because I didn't exactly have the entire day to waste, but I also like I wasn't in a huge hurry. I had some time. I wasn't like under the gun to get things done. But also, I don't really have a lot of free time. So when I do have some free time, I don't want to spend it hanging out, walking around somebody else's house to like organize their shit. Like I wanted to get done and I want to go about doing whatever the hell it is I want to do. Anyway, so we go in and I'm like, so what's going? This, like, is this going? And I'm like, just walking through, like trying to go, does this go? Does this go? Just, and I just want him to go, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yeah, no, 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 yes, no, yeah. That's what I want. But I'm like, does this go? And he's like, well, that's going to go. But what they would, so she told me what she wants is, and I'm like, just, just tell me if yes or no. Yeah, this go. And he's like, so hold, hold on, hold on, hold on one minute. And I'm like, don't hold on at me. I wasn't even talking first of all. Second of all, does this fucking go? <laughs> like, I'm getting, like, frustrated with it, and I don't want to get frustrated with it. And you know, like, I, I love Uncle John. He's one of the best people on the whole planet. Does a ton of stuff for me. Always super giving. But I'm like, okay, let's just make this easier. Here is an... I found it was a... Sitting there was a um, post-it note pad. I go, take the post-it notes and just tag everything that's going to go. And he's like, I have a list on my phone. I go, well, I don't have a list on my phone, and I'm the muscle here. Sadly, I'm the muscle, so tag the stuff so I know what goes. And then he keeps like going, hold, hold on, hold on, wait, let's, let, let, just listen, just, just listen. She told me what she wants, and he starts going on this like five-minute conversation about how she told him what she wants and how it's going up there. And I'm like, I know all of this. This is already – we've established this on the telephone the night before when you asked me to come out and help with this. I don't want the history of what is staying or what is going. I want to know what is going so I can pick it up, carry it over, set it by the door. Whenever the trailer gets here tomorrow, we can just load it right up. And we can all go about our day. Like, I'm trying to speed up this process. So we're going through, and I finally get him on the right page. And he's still just like, like, he doesn't understand that I'm trying to get done. He's got all day. He's retired. He's got all week to work on this. I don't want to spend all week working in on this. So I finally get him to the point where he, he will go through and say yes, no to whatever. He puts post-it notes on like things. And it turns out it wasn't as much stuff as, as he originally let on. It was still a decent bit of stuff, but not as much as, as he made it out to be. So after we get everything set of what's going, I'm like, what's going on with the rest of the stuff? There's still a lot of things in this house and she can't sell the house with all this stuff in it. So he's like, well, she doesn't want anything. It, everything that, that's not going up to our friend's house is is just basically just garbage. So I'm like, okay, then what we'll do is I'll carry all this stuff out. To, well, you can't take it all out to the garbage. It's a city, and they won't take everything that's bulk. I go, well, I'll take it out, and they'll take what they will take this week, and then whenever they come back, they'll take the rest or more, and it'll continue to happen until it's all gone. 
and he's just going on about how you can't do that. It's not okay. You can't. I'm like, what? What else are our other options? He's like, well, maybe we could take it down to a dumpster, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's all nice enough stuff. We could take it to a thrift store even. But I didn't know that's what we were signing up to do. So I just started powerhousing through everything. I'm going through cabinets. I'm pulling stuff out. And I'm like just basically throwing stuff away. So he's having a fake about like, what, 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 you can't, talk. I go, do you want it? He's like, no, 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 but, but I don't want that. I don't want anything. And I'm like, then it's garbage. If you don't want it, I don't want it. And our friends don't want it, then it's garbage. That's the only other reasonable explanation. So there was a couple things that I decided I wanted to keep. There was a, a shop vac and uh, something else. Oh, and I got an inversion table, which I'll get into that story later, but I got a, I um a clock. There was this real nice clock, and I'm like, the color of this clock is exactly what I wanted for above my coffee bar. The clock's a little smaller than what I wanted, but the clock itself looks exactly like what I wanted for for like the the colors match with all of the rest of the theme of my kitchen. So it's gonna go great above my coffee bar. Nobody else wants it. It's now my clock. So I take it. I go home. Now, I don't want to put another hole in my wall and hang it off the nail. So I get those um, those command strips, those sticky ones, and I put they're the Velcro kind. I put one side sticky onto the clock and then I Velcro it together and then I just push it up against the wall, nice and tight, and it looks great. So I'm all happy about myself. I got a clock, I like the way it looks. It's not exactly what I wanted because it's not quite as big as I wanted, but hey, what the hell, still looks good. Uh, probably a dirty joke in there about clocks never being as big as we want them to be we're just gonna bypass that anyways so last night i'm sleeping i'm dead asleep and at 144 in 10 seconds the clock falls off the fucking wall and scares the living shit out of me i jumped i heard the thing go i freaked out i jump i go into the kitchen and the clock's laying on the floor with the battery just rolled over, which is how I know that it was 144 in 10 seconds. Um, and so I pick it up and I set it down on the side. And I'm like, I'm not sticking it back up on the wall again because obviously it doesn't want to stay up there. Uh, so I decided that I was going to – I have this like little crazy bolt thing. So this is after all this. this is today, um, got home from work, and I got this little weird like um, – it's a bolt, but it's like a, it, it's like one of those bolts that screwed about together on both sides. I don't know how to explain it. It's, I think they're called a Cleveland bolt. So I poked that through the Velcro, and I hooked the the um, uh, clock on the other end of it, and I stick it back up again. And I'm like, genius! I just I just MacGyvered that shit together. It's perfect because the Velcro held good. It was the sticky part that didn't hold good enough. Um, but now I got it hanging. It's perfect i can make sure it's all lined up it goes on they're just fine i have no fucking clue how it did it but the clock fell like an hour later the clock fell again off the bolt the velcro held the bolt stayed on everything else was good somehow the clock like magically lifted itself up off of the hook part of the bolt and then just fell to the ground again so therefore that's uh to bring my story full circle why i don't feel like i'm qualified to be a home engineer anymore i can't find cleveland bolt maybe it's not called cleveland bolt maybe it's something else because i found a cleveland bolt but no one can tell me what it is <laughs> did you find it on um on, on uh, urban dictionary no 
Oh. <sighs> Maybe it's called a Robinson bolt or something. I'm not looking up all these bolts. Columbus bolt. It's some kind. Maybe it's not a bolt. Maybe it's like a Cleveland nut or something. Cleveland nut's probably in Urban Dictionary too. I'll find the name. It's like basically two bolts that screw into each other. Like they they have a head on each side. They just kind of zip in. You've seen them before. If I showed you what it was, you probably just didn't know that was the name of it. Sure. But maybe it's not a Cleveland bolt. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's a full of shit bolt. It's probably what it is. No, you mean like you've probably like if I if I could explain it better, you'd look at it and you go, Oh yeah, I've seen those. I didn't know they had a name. But thank you for looking up Cleveland bolt. I tried. Maybe it's a Columbus bolt. It's some city in Ohio bolt. What are some cities in Ohio, Joel? Cleveland, Columbus. Minerva. Nope, that's not it. You answered cities in Ohio. No, but that's not the right city, Joel. Youngstown. Forget it. You know what? I'll look it up later. That'll be like a like you a asked for cities in Ohio. I've mentioned every city I've been to in the past six months in Ohio. All right. And you're not wrong, but you're also not right. Technically right is still right. <laughs> okay, you weren't wrong. You just weren't helpful. So, so that's fine. oh, but I got an inversion table. You can actually use it. I, I've already used it twice, and no, it's helped my back a lot. I'm going to come back in a month and see if you've even touched it. Oh, no, no, no. It's going to be stuffed in a corner with T-shirts and stuff hanging over top of it. <laughs> I'll have my dress pants a little thrown on top of it in a month. But, no, here's the thing is I got it thinking, like, you know, like, it's it's cool. Like, it, it folds up, so I can, like, tuck it away. I can fold it up, stick it yeah, in Yeah, Eugene has corner. one. Well, here's the thing. It folds up, but it folds up in a way that you have to disassemble it and fold it up, and you can put it away. And I'm like, and it's heavy. It's real fucking. I mean, maybe not really heavy, but it's it's a lot heavier than you would think it is. And I'm like, I, I want it because I've screwed up my back lifting things. So I really don't want to have to reassemble this thing, hurt my back while putting it together. Because if I'm going to use it, it's probably because my back hurts. So yeah, now are you just, sure it's supposed to be preventative and not? Uh, yeah, no. This is this is not. I mean, it is if I leave it all put together, but I really don't have any place for it. I didn't. I I really believed I was going to be able to tuck this thing away a lot better than I was able to, and I am not. Like it is. Um, it's and it's a huge. It's a monstrosity. It's humongous too. It's probably it's like six foot tall and like opened up. It's at least you know two and a half foot wide by another three foot wide or something like three foot deep so it's it it's not something you really just kind of like sit in the corner it really takes up a ton of space but it does help my back a lot i'll probably jump on it again tonight and i did it like so the first time i, I do it and i was just i'm feeling like kind of stuffy like i must have sinuses or something going on um because like i had like this pressure in my head even before i did it i had this like bad pressure like around my teeth and like into my sinuses so the first time i did it i was upside down for like maybe a minute and i was just like okay i can't breathe now so i go back up and it's really super easy to like tip upside down and go back up again um so then i stepped off of it and then i called the kids down and i was like well it bailey and brody try it out a little bit bailey goes on and he likes it he's like okay he's done that was it um he, when he turned upside down his shirt kind of came down his belly hung out he's like he's at that age he's 17 so he's at that age where he's very vain and he was just like he didn't like that like he's like okay that's i'm done and then he was over with it and brody got on it 
I got to adjust the height and everything. And Brody gets on it, and he's like, I'm like, now you just tip upside down. He's like, I'm not tipping upside down. And he was over it. Like, he immediately was too intimidated by this thing. So Brody is, uh, he's, he's not a fearless kid. He, uh, he, he's full of, of anxieties and, and fearsomes. Uh, but yeah, so they, they gave it a little go. So I went on it a second time and I was upside down for like maybe two minutes. And like, um, while I was upside down, I'm like, you know, like you're, you're just hanging there and it's, it takes pressure off. But like, I try to like wiggle back and forth a little bit. So that way, like my body, like it really pulls on my lower part of my spine. And, um, I was like, I wonder if you could do sit-ups on this thing and you can, well, some people can. I am not some people because I am apparently gotta work on that core. More, yeah, I am. I'm far more out of shape than I thought. I got maybe two sit-ups done, and I was like, okay, that's enough. And I, they weren't like all the way up sit-ups. They were like maybe 25% of the way sit-ups. <laughs> like I didn't reach up and touch my my toes, or I didn't like bump my elbows to my knees. They weren't like a full out sit-up. This was like a like like. Like kind of like my basically my head went off of the board and then I went Argh! I was done. <laughs> I gave up on that real real quick. Somebody's very special. Yeah, I, I I think maybe I've passed up my my opportune age of of being uh, physically fit. Speaking of which, though, you I saw you the other day. You were looking awesome, man. Yep, I was down to 206, but then I went to a cookout and ate like a pig, and now I'm back to 213. <laughs> I saw you before the cookout, though. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. You went from 206 to 213? Mm-hmm. Joel, how much did you eat at this cookout? <laughs> That's seven pounds. Let's just say I got almost got sick a couple times. Yeah, you ate seven pounds worth, Joel. That's a lot. Let's see. Let's see what my phone says I am today, because I think I'm down a couple pounds again. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I yo-yo a lot, depending. And considering I skipped dinner tonight because I was working on the car. I I actually bounce. I I yo-yo a lot too with my weight. So. Okay. So actually, I lie. What day did you see me? Oh, what day did I drop off the computer? Was that that Monday? was Monday. I think it was Monday. Yeah, I, I dropped off Monday. So that would have so been... So one week. It's been seven days. Okay, it's so, seven 13. Days. so on the so 13th, exactly. I was 209 pounds, actually. Okay. Oh, so you weren't even at your lowest whenever I saw you. No. 205, I believe, is my lowest. For some reason, I can't break the 205 barrier. 205.9. Yeah. No, Joel, you haven't broke the 205 barrier yet. You can and you will. Oh, here we go. 205.3 is the lowest I've been, and that was right before my doctor's appointment. And I was pissed off. I was like, oh, no, 204.9. Here we go. I had 204.9 on the 28th. See, you broke the 205 barrier. Well, the point is, there's a barrier around 205 is where I can't seem to get under. And apparently, there's a 10% rule, I believe, that's really easy to get rid of. The last ten percent? No, the first ten percent is real easy. Oh, okay. So that was, that'd be about two thirty-five ish, which is what I hit. And then another coworker who said she read an article saying that it takes the brain or the body about seven months to actually adjust to a weight. So like 
if you lose your shitload of weight and you gain it back, your body's like, yeah, whatever. But if you go down to a certain weight and you stay there for a while, it takes about seven months for the body to go, hey, let's throw weight now. Okay. Okay, so I um I can't remember the exact percentages. They say so every so the to health stay healthy, you don't want to lose you want to lose somewhere between I think it's between one and a half and three percent of your your body weight. That can't be right because that would be like for like if you're two hundred pounds, that could be up to six pounds a week. I think that's too much. So I think it's um I think it's a, between I think it's between one and one and a half percent is what they recommend. That sounds right because that's like the, if you're 200 pounds, you can lose like up to three pounds a week, healthy wise, health wise, without hurting yourself. At one point, I was doing about six cents of a pound a day. You were what? I was losing six cents of a pound a day. Six tenths of a pound. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's yeah, no, that's okay. I mean, that's probably a little more than what you want to go. But here's the thing: it depends. It's like a percentage. Well, wise. I was intermittent fasting. I was trying to stick around a thousand calories, and I was biking about ten miles a day. So. Yeah. So I mean, and, and also like you weren't at that point in time. You weren't two hundred six pounds. You were probably what like two two thirty two forty or whatever. Well, I, don't I started holding at two thirty two. Actually, I started holding at two forty, but I started dropping, and then like I said, I had about two ten. And I stuck it through around 210 for about two, uh, two weeks or so. And then one day I'm like, 206, hey, I can do this again. And I was like, oh, I think in two weeks before my appointment. And mine, it's like, so close. So. I'm I'm definitely, uh, I'm not dropping weight. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm staying steady. I haven't put on too much. I did drop down some of the, not too, too long ago, but I really didn't. Um, I, I'm maintaining, I don't even know where I'm at right now. I'm somewhere around like 215. And I'm staying kind of floating right around that 215 mark. Well, my new goal is 120 miles a day on my bike. I'm sorry, how far? 120 miles. 120 a day? No, a week. Oh, I was like, holy shit. That's insane. Okay, so so, uh, you're doing five days or seven days? Seven days. Okay, so 120. Since June 10th, I've not missed a day on my bike. I'm doing at least a mile. Good for you. That's awesome. So, I was. So I'm you're averaging about like five and ten miles on average, right? I do about well. I do about ten to twenty a day. I try. I'm shooting for about fifteen to keep it evened out. But thanks to Labor Day. Oh yeah, my math was off on that one. But um, two weeks ago I hit my hit one twenty. The week before last I hit one thirteen. I'm like, are you kidding me? I ended up having a flat tire, and then I couldn't get a tire, and I couldn't go biking in the morning. Then last week I barely made 120. I'm like I'm still seven miles short. So, and this morning I felt I'll tell you like what crap. though, but you're also 113 miles ahead. So, <laughs> you're not short. You're still doing great. Well, according to Strava, which is my new obsession, I have, because like, I, I ran some numbers a couple of days ago to figure out what my goal should be, and I've got another 1,381.7 miles to go before New Year's. Okay. I've biked 100 and... Well, no, that's... Hold on. I've biked 962 miles since July 1st. Holy shit. That's awesome, dude. You so, had a really good summer. According to some guy on the internet, in order to bike from the Shire to Mordor, it's 1,800 miles. <laughs> 
1,000 what? 800. 1,800 miles. Okay, so to I'm bike halfway from to the Shire. Cleveland, Ohio to Las Vegas is about the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I might just made that up, but that sounds about right. Well, I know. I know Florida. Florida is a thousand miles. So basically, that's like a trip down to Florida and almost home. So I'm probably about right. From Cleveland, Ohio to Vegas. Put it in the computer, Joel. Let's figure it out. Play me some outro music while you do it. Ah, no, no, no. We're gonna do this the way it's supposed to be done. In a complete note of silence. <laughs> just kidding. In absolute boredom. <laughs> Are you really going to look it up, though, Joel? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. All right. Well, when you look that up, I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, thanks, everybody, for joining us here on Stream of Questions Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. Uh, be sure to get, uh, get your uh, s'mores. What's a s'mores? Bourbon? Is that what it is, Joel? S'mores? Southern uh, Tier. Yeah, go out of state again. Southern Tier S'mores Bourbon. Ooh, 2,000. Sorry, sorry. 2,076 miles. 2,076 miles. I was close, though. I'm, I'm kind of proud of myself, though. I was only off by, what, 276 miles. Yep. Okay, love you. Bye-bye. And disco.